Let's just worship him. We worship your name, Jesus. Somebody just lift up your voice and worship the King of Kings. We worship your name, Jesus. Come on, somebody just raise your voice. Raise your voice to the Lord. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be worshipped. Let's go, 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 let's go
Rink, Marado, Siamara, Matacata, Patacata, 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 Ah, 
prophet in your life how is that person a prophet and why do you call him a prophet who is a prophet a prophet is not he that has the ability to prophesy but a prophet is he that has seen or received an oracle. You are not a prophet because you can prophesy. You are not a prophet because you can see into the realms of the spirit. No. But a prophet is he who has received an oracle. What then is an oracle? chapter 1 verse 1 the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw Habakkuk the prophet saw the oracle the only reason Habakkuk was considered or mentioned as part of the prophets was because the Bible said Habakkuk saw the oracle. The oracle that Habakkuk the 
if you have not seen an oracle, you are not a prophet. Malachi chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible said, the oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. Malachi the prophet received the oracle of the word of God. And so Malachi was considered a prophet. The oracle that Habakkuk, the prophet saw, the oracle of the word of God to Israel by Malachi. Oracle. Isaiah chapter 17 verse 1. An oracle concerning Damascus. So Isaiah was considered a prophet because he saw an oracle. What then is an oracle? And what are the oracles of God? There are three oracles of God. There are three oracles of God. There are three main oracles of God. Number one, the message. Number two, the messenger. Number three, the place of delivery. These three things come together are called the oracles of God. So Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible said, the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw, the oracle in this way or in this case is the divine utterances of God or the word of God. The message. If you are going to follow a prophet, then you need to understand what makes that prophet a prophet. What makes a prophet a prophet is the oracle that they have seen or the oracle that they have received. What is the message of your prophet? What is the message of the man of God that you are following? What is the message of the person you call your pastor, your family pastor? What is the message of the peace of that, of that messenger? The divine utterance, the messenger, sorry, the message. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. Follow carefully. I'm building my point. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you, yes, I am speaking to you. The Bible is saying, though by this time you ought to be a teacher, you ought to be a teacher of the word, by this time you ought to be a teacher of the word. After all these years, you have served God for more than 10 years. You have been in the, in the kingdom of light for more than 15 years. And by this time, the Bible is saying you ought to be teachers of, of, of the word. And yet, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. After all these years, you still need me to come and teach you the very first principles of the oracles of God. 
you have come to need milk and not solid food. You have been taking milk for years. You have been taking milk for generations. You have been taking milk for decades. For how long would you be taking milk? The divine utterance, the oracle, the first oracle is called the message, the divine utterance. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 13. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. You are unskilled in the word of righteousness. You still take in the basic principles of the word of God. The first principles of the oracles of God. The basic things. You ought to be a teacher by now and yet you do not know anything about Jesus. You do not know anything about the kingdom of God. You are still going through the basic things every day. Day in, day out. You are not growing. You are not maturing. And the Bible is saying, you still desire, you are still in need of milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. That is to say, because of the amount of food that you are taking in, which is not solid food but milk, you are still not firm in the area of righteousness. You are not firm in the area of holiness. You are still basic in these areas. You are not strong. The least thing you are swayed away, the least thing you are victimized, the least thing you are going through hardships because you are unskilled. You are only taking in milk. The Bible is calling you a babe. You are a babe. You do not learn anything. You are not growing for years. You are not growing for years. You are not growing. The oracles of God. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. Those who are mature. Solid food are for those who are mature. Now I'm about to break down what maturity means in the kingdom of God. Listen. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Up to now, you are still not sure what is right. You are still not sure about the things that are wrong. You are still not sure. You cannot differentiate between the good and the bad. You cannot differentiate between the good and the evil. You are still not sure. You are unskilled in the word of God. You are unskilled in the area of righteousness. You are still unskilled. You are a babe. You are so not sure. You do not know if you have to take this step or not. You do not know how. If you have to press on or not You do not know If it is time to speak or not You do not know Whether you are supposed to be preaching or not And yet you have been in the kingdom for years You have been in the kingdom For years, for more than 5 years For more than 10 years And you are still a babe We are looking for people to do the work of God with And you are still a child in the things of God You are 25 But in the realms of the spirit You are only 2 years old Because you cannot still decide which is good and which is evil for how long will you be a child in the things of the spirit and you are swayed away by any kind of doctrine 
You go and see a man of God here and you start chasing after them. You go and see a prophet there and you chase after them. You go and see a pastor here. You start chasing after them. Wherever you go, you chase after somebody because you are still a babe in the things of the spirit. These days, we still have to convince you to join services. You are still a babe in the things of the spirit. These days, we still have to convince you that the Lord is on your side. For how long do we have to repeat the same thing over and over again? Do you not know that the Lord is on your side? Do you need your pastor to re-echo that fact? Do you need this? You still dream. Even about the basic things that you still cannot explain. My Adosha, the divine utterances of God, the first body of the or, or the first part of the oracles of God is called the divine utterance, the message. What message do you have? What message has the Lord given you? Have you even the ability to hear the voice of God? Do you have the ability to hear the voice of God? Can you distinguish between the voice of God and the voice of your own mind and the voice of the devil? Can you tell the differences? You are still a babe. You are not growing. We are praying every day, but you are not growing. We are fasting every day. You are not growing. I am teaching you every day. You are not growing. You still do not know anything. The least thing you are running back to your pastor because you are a babe in the things of the spirit. The Bible said, but for solid food belongs to those who are of full age. And the reason these people are of full age is because uh, they have developed the ability uh, to exercise their senses uh, in order to discern good and evil. Uh, do you know how to put your senses in play? Uh, do you know uh, how to exercise your spiritual senses? Uh, do you have the ability to speak in tongues? Uh, can you sharpen your foresight? Uh, can you sharpen your ability to hear and pick up spiritual things up do you have the ability to sense things up to sense danger to see dreams and visions up you are still a babe in the things of the spirit for how long will we go over these same things over and over I spent hours, hours teaching these things. I spent hours building you up spiritually. And every day you, you are still at the same stage. Every day you are still on the same level. Every day you are still on the same rank. You are not growing. You cannot cause a shift in the realms of the spirit. You cannot cause any change in the realms of the spirit. Because the Bible calls you a babe. You are still feeding on the milk of the word of God. You are still feeding on the basic principles the first principles of uh, the basic stage uh, for how long will you stay in class one uh, I have a dream uh, that by the time I am through with you uh, with the oracles of God uh, you will come to a stage where uh, you'll be able uh, to pull and draw uh, the things of the spirit uh, to sense and draw uh, the things of the spirit uh, the things of the divine uh, the divine utterances of God uh, that you will still not be running helter skelter uh, and you would not uh, be running to and flow up unnecessarily chasing after visions up chasing after prophecies up chasing after the basic things of the spirit of god chasing after people who will tell you you will be successful in life do you need a man of god to tell you how you will be successful in life do you not know that it is written that i know the thoughts that i have for you i i know the mind that i have for you i know my have you not read the scripture that says i 
will move you from glory to glory. Have you not read the scripture that says, I will give my angels charge over you? Have you not read the scripture that says, I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness? Have you not read the scripture that says, In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh? Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall see dreams, your young men shall see visions, and even upon your handmaids and your man servants will I pour out my spirit. Have you not read the scripture that says, This is the generation of them that seek you up, that seek thy face, O Jacob? The Bible said, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Have you encountered this king of glory? Have you not read the scripture that says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void? And the Bible said, God said, Let there be light. And John chapter 1, verse 1 came and said, And that that light was Jesus Christ. He was man, and yet he was God, and he walked amongst men, even though he was God. Have you not read the scripture that said, In the, in the visions of the night, the Bible said, God spoke, God spoke to Joseph and said, Follow my voice. Do not leave your wife. Do not do this. Do not do that. Have you not seen men encountering angels, living creatures, encountering heavenly beings? Have you not read scriptures that say nothing bad can befall you? And even if you drink anything poisonous, it will not destroy you. Have you not read the scripture that says and war broke out in heaven? And so when war breaks up in your life, you know even in the abode of heaven, the abode of God, there was war. And so when there is war and attacks in your life, it is a thing that we have seen before. Have you not read the scripture that said, and Jesus was tempted by the devil? Have you not read the scripture that said, and Jesus, when he was being baptized, whilst he was yet speaking in tongues, whilst he was yet praying, the heavens opened. Have you not read the scripture that said, nothing, nothing, can bring God to a place of unfaithfulness. Have you not read the scripture that said, if you deny God, he will deny you. Have you not read the scripture that said, Leparado, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Have you not read the scripture that said, he shall anoint your head with oil, and your cup shall run over. Have you not read the scripture that said, Leparado, Leparadoska, and the people plotted against Moses, and yet the people plotted against David, the people plotted against the case men of God and yet the Bible said their agenda the agenda could not stand did you not read the scripture that said that the council of Ayutophel was brought to foolishness have you not read the scripture that said and the devil came to tempt the woman have you not read the scripture that said if you do not pray continuously you shall be tempted do you need a man of God to tell you these things when these things are already written in the in the word, the holy scriptures, the divine utterances of God? Do you need me to come and repeat these things? Are these things not written in your word? How come you are feeding on the milk and not on the solid food? I am speaking as an oracle of God. I wish I had people who would be willing to receive these oracles. Am I preaching? 
You need a prophet to tell you everything. Someone messaged me when the person saw the flyer. They can never be tired of drawing from you, Jesus. I love a woman, but I want to know if she is the right person. You get full. Whatever you are looking for is in the word of God. Why are you looking for a man of God? Have you looked for the word of God? And that's why My adoption. It is when you look for the word of God that you still do not understand that you look for his men of God to explain things to you. The first person to go to is the word of God because the first person is Jesus Christ. The word of God is Jesus Christ. You are asking me so many questions. Have you asked Jesus? Or you just picked up your phone and wanted to ask me because you think when you message me, you will receive a reply. Okay. For how long will you do these things? For how long will you be a babe in the things of the Spirit? My adoption. Acts chapter 7, verse 38. Acts chapter 7, verse 38. Marada. Okorosha. This is he who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel. Listen. This is he who was in the congregation in the wilderness. Many of you, you are, even though you are in the congregation and you are in the wilderness, there is no angel with you. When you check that verse, Acts chapter 7, verse 38. Who is posting the scripture? You realize the word angel is spelled with a capital A. (laughs) This is he who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel with a capital A. And I've taught you this thing before that whenever you see the word angel written in the Bible with a capital A, that angel is not just a common angel, that angel is Jesus Christ. Would we have come to And Moses was in the congregation in the wilderness, but they were not just alone in the wilderness, they were with Jesus Christ. No matter what you do, you go through the wilderness at a point in your life. But the question is, who is with you in that wilderness? Who is with you? Do you think your pastor is enough? Do you think your prophet is enough? But look at Taparadabra. Moses was a prophet and yet he was with Jesus Christ in the wilderness. Even the prophets need Jesus. And you, you are part of the congregation and you think all you need is the prophet. Come on. What you need and who you need is Jesus Christ. The angel or Jesus spoke to him on Mount Sinai. And with our fathers. The one who received the living oracles to give to us. The holy utterances, the divine utterances. The Bible calls it the living oracles. 
the living oracles that is the first part of the oracles of god his work the message the living oracles the word the holy scriptures that you have been given up the living oracles the bible said and jesus spoke to moses on mount sinai and gave him the living oracles you have the living word and yet you do not study this living word you have the living word you think what it takes is for a prophet to prophesy but what it takes is for the living oracles to come to life in your life to come to life in your destiny to come to life in your in your life to come to life in your marriage in your job in your career to come to life in your dream when the living oracles of god are made alive in your life there is nothing that can hold you back there is nothing that can stop you even if a prophet curses you the living oracles of god will nullify those curses i wish i was speaking to the hearts of somebody it will not take a man for you to be delivered it will take the living oracles shout the living oracles shout the living oracles shout the living oracles Go to the presence of the Lord every day. Be drawing from the living oracles. Be drawing from the living oracles. Be drawing from the living oracles. Learn. Make these oracles come alive in your life. Nothing can stop you. This is my message. It is called the oracle of God. Yabarada. Romans chapter 3, verse 1. What advantage then has a Jew? What advantage does a Christian have? What advantage do you have? What advantage do you have? Nanesi. What advantage do you have? Grace, what advantage do you have? Athlete, what advantage do you have? Maladoshaba, li paradoshaba, lekoa paladoshka brata, e paladoshka brata. Ella, what advantage do you have? What advantage do you have? Romans chapter three verse one. The Bible is asking, what advantage do you have? Do not put your trust in directions. Do not put your trust in mortal men. Do not put your trust in anybody. Place your trust in the living oracles of God. For that is your advantage. Verse 2. Much in every way, chiefly, because to them were committed the oracles of God. The advantage you have is the oracles of God. The advantage you have over your situation is the living oracles of God. The advantage you have over your story is the living oracles of God. The advantage you have over the adversary is the living oracles of God. The advantage you have over your trials, your temptations, your hardships, your frustrations, your confusion, your toil. 
by your tears is, is, is the living oracle of God. This is your advantage. And the Bible says, chiefly because to them were committed the living oracles of God. And yet you have decided not to go to these living oracles, not to make use of these living oracles, not to make use of that which is committed to you. How can you have an advantage? And that is why you are always suffering attacks. That is why you are always under attacks. That is why you are always a victim. That is why you are always at the losing end. That is why you are going through things. That is why you are always crying. That is why your wife is not paying attention to you. That is why your husband is not paying attention to you. That is why your uncle doesn't answer your phone call. That is why your aunties are not paying your fees anymore. Because you have decided not to make use of the living oracles of God. But I pray that you have a change of heart. I pray that you make use of the advantage that is committed to you. This advantage is called the living oracles of God. I wish, I wish, I will have two, three, four, five, seven people who will be willing to make use of the living oracles of God. Shout living oracles. Yeah. Living oracles. We can never be tired of drawing from you, Jesus. As we get full, I told you there are three things that come together. Again and again and again. Three factors that come together. And that's why to make up the oracles of God. Do not forget that God is three in one. The Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the, God the Holy Spirit. So whenever we talk about the oracles of God, we are also talking about a three. A union of three factors. And the first part is what I've spoken on. The living oracles, the divine utterances, or the message, the word of God. The second factor is called the messenger. The messenger, the man of God, the prophet of God. The messenger is the agency or medium through whom the divine utterances of God are given to the people of God. Are we together? Radosha. The agency or medium through whom the divine utterances of God are given to the people. The messenger. Habakkuk is a prophet because he saw the oracle. Malachi is a prophet because he received the oracle. Isaiah. It's a prophet because he gave the oracle of God to the people of Damascus. Now, the person you call your man of God, what is his message? What oracle has he encountered? What oracle has he seen? First Peter chapter 4 verse 11. Would we have come to First Peter chapter 4 verse 11 if anyone speaks 
Aradosha. Let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies. That in all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. What makes your man of God a messenger or an oracle is his ability to speak as the oracles of God. They speak with the divine utterances of God. They speak in accordance to the will of God. And the Bible said when they are done speaking, everything is to the glory of God. If you ever encounter a prophet of God, an apostle of God, an evangelist, any minister of God that speaks even as an oracle of God and yet takes the glory upon himself, takes the glory upon herself, that person is not the messenger, that person is not a medium through whom the, the, the paradox, the divine utterances of God are given because a man of God who is an oracle speaks according to the will of God and when he is done the glory goes back to God when I when I minister to the people of God I minister according to the will of God and the glory in the end goes back to my master goes back to my father to, to, to my father any man of God who is boastful any man of God who is full of pride any man of God who claims uh, they brought you the message of God uh, and yet uh, they seek to find glory uh, to their own self, uh, to their own images, uh, to their own selves. Uh, those men are not oracles of God uh, because the true oracles of God uh, send back the glory to God uh, because the glory did not come from them uh, and they would not be able uh, to accept that glory. Uh, I wish I was preaching to somebody. Uh, listen to me people. Uh, let Paradoha be careful who you call your man of God. Be careful who you call your spiritual father. Be careful who you call a sponsor in the things of the spirit. Because most of these people that you see, they do not speak according to the will of God. And all the things they do, they do to their own glory. They do to their own glory. They do to their own glory. That they may have in every way be worshipped and be served by the people. Let the Kadosha. But a true oracle is a humble man. A true oracle is a broken man. A true oracle is a man that does not speak until the father speaks. It's a man that does not heal until the father heals. And so the Bible said when Jesus came up, he said, Surely the son cannot do anything unless what he sees his father do. Do not forget that the Bible said, and mortal men were created in the image of God. For there to be an image, then there has to be an, an, a mirror. Sorry, the Bible said, and men were given the abode of the earth. That means that men live on earth, and for a man to live on earth, do not forget that men are 
called images and images only live in mirrors and so the whole earth is a giant mirror to the glory of God images only exist in mirrors so mortal men are mirrors living are images living in mirrors and the mirror is the earth so when Jesus found his way on the earth he became only an image and so he said I cannot speak until my father speaks I cannot move until my father moves now begin to imagine this how can an image move if the object in front of the mirror is not moving how can an image work if the object in front of the mirror is not working how can an image speak think about the last time that you looked into your into the mirror you looked at your face in the mirror consider this was your image able to move without you moving was your image able to move without you moving was your image able to speak without you speaking was your image able to interact without you interacting it is an error for an image to do something that an object is not doing her paradoha if you can hear me speaking in tongues now then that stands to reason that God is speaking in tongues now because I am just but an image I cannot do anything by myself unless what my father does because my father is the object standing in front of the mirror which is the earth and I am the image living in the earth a paradox and that is why when I tell you you are free you shall be free not because I have power but because the father the object standing in front of the mirror just made a declaration I wish I was preaching to the hearts of men I wish I was speaking to the hearts of women now imagine the things you do as an image do you consider God doing those same things the people you insult when you are angry do you think God insults them when he is angry how are you able to do a thing as an image when God himself who is the object is not doing the same I wish I would have a group of people who are ready to limit themselves to the place of an image and will not be objectifying themselves and will not be putting themselves in positions of power for the flock of God to be under them and to worship them as though they are gods. How can an image receive the glory of God? How dare you stand in the place of God? Your days are numbered and there is a time coming that there shall be judgment upon the tents of the proud men, the proud ministers, the proud speakers, the proud prophets. I wish I was speaking to somebody. If you are here, you are in the congregation and you are too proud. You, nobody can work with you because you are not willing to humble yourself to a place of service. 
This is the word of God for you. Your days are numbered. And God is surely coming. And that day, the Bible said, He will spit you out of His mouth. I wish that this will not be your testimony. Have you forgotten it is written that He that humbles Himself is exalted by God? And He that exalts Himself will be humbled by God. Have you not heard the story of the book of Nasa? Somebody have be attentive and listen to me. I am speaking to you. Shout, humble yourself. You are not too big to serve. You are not too big to be sent. You are not too big to be given an assignment. We are all but images. Maradosha. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 20. I am still speaking on the messenger. That's the man of God. And you need to understand the men of God that come. The men of God that come. The true oracles of God. They are humble men. No matter the level God will take them, they are humble. Listen to this. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. It is rather quite unfortunate that these days, the prophecies that you guys receive from so-called prophets of God are messages or prophecies that will gain, that will cause those men to gain selfishly from you. They will give you a message so that they will have an upper hand on you. They will give you a message so that they can mess with your life. They will give you a message so that they can take money from you. Hey. And a man of God gives a prophecy. And when he is done, he adds a seed to it. Unless this is an instruction from God. But when this thing becomes an everyday thing, it is a lie. Take this from me as a prophet, as a humble oracle from God. This is my message. I have been sent by God to give you his divine utterances. Any man of God that gives you a prophecy and every single time, every single time, he, he adds an offering to it. It's a liar. Read through scripture. How many times do you see a prophecy released with money attached to it? I have never seen it in the Bible before. There are few times that God will give an instruction for you to add an offering to it. But not every time. But there are some so-called people who are always giving you prophecies with money attached. They give you a prophecy with money attached. They give you a vision with a money, with an amount attached. They give you something, a prophecy, a word with, with money attached. Listen, those men are liars. Those men are carnal men. Those men are not oracles of God. Those men are not messengers of God. They are greedy men. They are liars. They are fools. And there is a time coming up that God will punish these men I came to speak to you as a medium of the Lord Most High whether you like my message or not this is the word of God people and the reason they do this to you is because 
You yourself, you are a babe in the things of God. Take me to Second Peter chapter one, verse twenty-one. For prophecy never came by the will of man. Prophecy never came by the will of man. Prophets today, so-called prophets today. I am coming to work on you. I am coming to do this for you. I am coming to do that for you. I hey. For prophecy never came by the will of man. Are you a prophet? Do you prophesy according to your will? Prophecy never came by the will of man. They look at you. They can sense that you are working in a better place. And they will give you a prophecy according to their own will. Selfish men. Selfish men. And these are the men you trust. These are the men you chase after. Because they give you weird directions. Telling you to buy eggs. Bring eggs for them to break the egg. Hey. A true oracle of God will never give you a prophecy according to his own will. I have heard stories of men of God planning prophecies together. That when we go into the service, we are going to prophesy to this person to do this and to do that. Hey, what kind of perfect generation is this? When did we get here? When did we get here? When did we get here? And the only reason you are always affected by these things is because you are never making use of the living oracles of God. You are never making use of the living oracles of God. You are not upgrading the things of the spirit. You are still a child. You are still a baby. Everybody can deceive you. Anybody can deceive you. Somebody gets up. They claim they have a ministry. They started two weeks ago. They started three months ago. They started one year ago and they begin to do great things. Even Jesus, at the age of 30, he couldn't afford an apartment by himself. And you, at the age of 23, how come? I came to give you a sure word of the Lord and this is the word if you can focus your mind on the things of God if you can focus your mind on the things of the spirit if you can stick to the living oracles of God there are realms higher realms in the things you are looking for the money you are looking for you will have it the breakthrough you are looking for you will have it the childbirth you are looking for you will have it trust in God and trust in his oracles this is the word of God to you if you came to watch me you have made a mistake because even I I came to watch Jesus if you are still here to watch 
Jesus me, you are in the wrong service if you are not ready to watch Jesus you are in the wrong service with all due respect you can leave now I did not come to preach about me I did not come to preach about my wife I did not come to preach about my testimonies but I came to give you the divine utterances of God and you shall surely make it in life if you will obey the living oracles of God the living oracles of God the living oracles of God Shout yes. Radosha. Paradabosha Paradaba. Radosha Paraka. For prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God. Holy men. The Bible calls them holy men. Holy men. Holy men. Holy men. Holy men. The person who is prophesying to you is the person the holy man has. The person who is prophesying to you is the person the holy man has. Or the person is still struggling with some petty things in the things of the dark. Of the devil in the kingdom of the devil, a paradoxical is the person a holy man, and is that the man you are chasing after her? Is that the woman you are chasing after her? The person is he a holy man, and you expect your life to get better. How does how does it work? How does the Lord move you up from a place of nothing to a place of something when you are chasing after unholy men? You are listening and accepting unholy prophecies according to the will of men. How can the Lord move you to a better place when you do not submit yourself to the living oracles and to the holy men of God? How can the Lord transform your life when you are still with men who are sleeping with their daughters? You are still with men who are sleeping with their cousins. Hey, people, what kind of perverse generation is this? The dirty and the filthy things that they have brought into her, the temple of the Lord's house, the mountain of the Lord's house, they have admitted and brought in the traditions of the fathers, the mistakes of the fathers, the troubles of the fathers, the, the, the trials and temptations of the fathers, the last full desires of Aya, Rapadosa, Padubakata, Liparadusa, Pepelepa, Redoskata, Ekariato Palata, Lebraska. Is that man holy? How can an own holy man be an oracle of God somebody holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit is your man of God moved by the Holy Spirit or he is moved by the crowd or he is moved by your seed or he is moved by your loyalty or he is moved by your love or he is moved by your commitment if a man is moved by your commitment, if a man is moved by your seed, then that man is not an oracle of God a true oracle of God is moved only by the Holy Spirit he is not moved by emotions he is not moved by temptations he is not moved by trials he is not moved by the things that happen, the things we do not expect, the surprises. A man of God who is an oracle of God is only moved by one man and one spirit and one God and his name is the Holy Spirit. Do you know the Holy Spirit? Have you encountered the Holy Spirit? Have you ever heard the voice of the Holy Spirit? Do you have the, a relationship with the Holy Spirit? Come on, somebody, come on, come on. Stop chasing after prophecies and start chasing 
after the Holy Spirit. Start chasing after the living oracles. Start chasing after the oracles of God. young I thought that what was important was to be able to prophesy to people and then that was the only thing I prayed for that I could pray and prophesy to people and I and God will use me for miracles and as I began to grow the Lord opened the eyes of my understanding and I realized that those things do not matter as much as the word of God, the oracles of God, the living oracles of God do. In the end, what will stand are the living oracles of God. In the end, what will stand are the living oracles of God. Shout living oracles. The third part of the oracles of God. I told you the oracles of God are in three parts. The first part is the message. The second part is the messenger. The third part is the place of delivery. Are we together? The place of delivery. The third part is the place of delivery. The place of delivery is any place or platform where a man of God delivers the divine utterances of God. The sanctuary. It is also called the sanctuary. Take me to Psalm 28 verse 1. Psalm 28 verse 1. Listen to this carefully. Psalm 28 verse 1 and 2. To you I will cry, O Lord, my rock. Did the psalmist say to my prophet? Are we together? Did the psalmist say to my apostle? Did the psalmist say to my pastor? This is the reason why these days there are too many people who are hurt in the church because they cried on their pastor and their pastor did not mind them. Why are you crying on your pastor? Go back and cry on God. David said, to you I will cry oh Lord my rock do not cry on me I will not mind you do not cry on me I will not pay attention to you do not cry on me cry on the Lord most high I will cry oh Lord my rock do not be silent to to me Lest if you are silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. When the Lord becomes silent to you, you begin to drown into the pit. 
when the Lord becomes silent to you, everything about you begins to go down. When the Lord becomes silent about you, your marriage begins to sink up. Your relationship begins to sink up. Your exams begin to sink up. Your results begin to sink up. Your spiritual life begins to sink up. Because the Lord has been silent on your matter. There are a lot of you. Because you are not making use of the living oracles of God. Everything about you is going down the drain. I was speaking to a daughter. She said, man of God, everything is going down. And I said, that is because the Lord has been silent to you. When the Lord becomes silent, everything about you begins to sink. Lest if you are silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. I am sinking. I am drowning. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. I am drowning. I am drowning. You can say sometimes. Or you can say. These days. Nothing is working. Prof. Nothing is working for me. Everything has become basar. You know why? The Lord has been silent to you. That is because you are not making use of the living oracles. You are looking for help from men. You are looking from you are looking for help from connections. What you need are the living oracles, the divine utterances, the word of God, the holy scriptures. Listen to this. Psalm 28, verse 2. Hear the voice of my supplications. When I cry to you, O God, when I lift up my hands towards your holy sanctuary, when you read other versions, the Bible says, your holy oracle, the sanctuary is called the holy oracle. Hmm. That is why I say the oracles are in three parts. Number one, the message. Number two, the messenger. Number three, the place of delivery, the sanctuary. The holy sanctuary, the holy oracle, the place where the message is delivered. The Bible said, when a message was delivered unto Jacob in his sleep, he woke up and he said, Oh, so the Lord was here and I did not know. The Bible said, He anointed the stone upon which he laid his head and he said, This place shall be called Bethel. Why? Because that place became the holy oracle of God. The holy oracle of God. The place of delivery. Do not joke with the place of delivery. Where did the Lord speak to you concerning this? Where did the Lord speak through his oracle concerning this? Where did the Lord give you a message concerning your, mas- your, your, your marriage? Do not joke with that place of delivery because that place is called the Holy Sanctuary. Some of you, you found your way into I stand with God revival and God did great things in your life. And after God was done, you left the sanctuary. Little did you know that you were leaving the holy oracle of God because the place of delivery becomes an oracle unto you. You do not mess with the place of delivery. If you joke around, the Lord can kill you. If you joke around, the Lord can take away your blessing if you joke around the lord can take away your miracles your breakthrough some of you have you join our virtual 
platforms and the Lord did great things on these forums for you and yet when you receive those blessings you do not bother being part of you do not bother following again you do not bother being a partaker of the services and you think God will keep on doing those things there are three things that are in play when we are talking about the oracles of God when we are invoking the oracles of God number one the messenger number two the messenger number three the place of delivery if even if you are using the living oracles and you abandon the messenger the Lord will still leave you because these three things come together is what makes them the oracles of God whenever you call upon the name of God you are invoking the power of God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit you cannot invoke one and leave the other because they are three and yet they are one they are one and yet they are three you do not use one and leave the other you do not have or commune with one and leave the other you cannot only dwell on the living oracles the holy scriptures when the Lord used a messenger to speak to you and you cannot forbid you cannot leave the place of delivery that place has become the holy sanctuary the holy oracle unto you I pray anybody who has left their sanctuary may you return to your place of respect may you return to your place of honor may you respect may you return to your place of 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 honor of favor of service listen to this second Samuel chapter 16 verse 23 which platform did the Lord use which place did the Lord use before he gave you those living oracles before he gave you that message before he gave you that message that miracle before he gave you that prophecy that platform has become a holy sanctuary unto you never abandon that place listen to this second Samuel chapter 16 verse 23 now the advice of Ahitophel which he gave in those days was as if one had inquired at the oracle of God The Bible said, the advice of Ahitophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one had inquired at the oracle of God, at the holy sanctuary, at the holy oracle, the place of delivery. Be careful when you are dealing with the oracles of God. They are three, and yet they are one. They are one, and yet they are three. The message doesn't come without a messenger. And the messenger doesn't deliver the message without the place of delivery. These three things are called the oracles of God. You do not mess around. Some of you receive breakthroughs, and you begin to insult the messengers through whom God gave you the divine utterances. Uh huh. You see why you are not receiving those miracles anymore? You see why nothing is moving for your sake anymore? You see why you are going through hard times? Yes. Maradosh kapratara braka. 
Some of you joined our miracle service and the Lord did great things on that platform. That place has become the holy sanctuary of God unto you. When you leave, depart from the place, abandon the place. The source of your miracle will dry up. For as long as you are connected, you enjoy the benefits of the connection. But when you leave, this is not a case. That is what David said in Psalm 28. I'm not that kind of prophet who will be trying to use fear to win your heart. I will never do that. But I am giving you the holy utterances of God. He said, if you do not listen to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. So what I will do is I will lift up my hands to your holy oracle, to your holy sanctuary, to the place of delivery. That is to say, I will never abandon the place where you stood to speak to me. I will never abandon the place that you used your messenger to speak to me. I will never abandon it. So that I do not become like those who go down to the pit. This is what the Bible is saying. People. Oracles. The message. The messenger. And the place of delivery. The message. The messenger. And the place of delivery. The message. The messenger. And the place of delivery. I want to end with this. The elementary teachings about Jesus Christ. Listen to me. This is my message for you. Since I started, I haven't given you any message. What I've been trying to do is to explain to you what oracles mean from the biblical point of view. And when we talk about oracles, we are talking about the message, the messenger, and the place of delivery. Do not forget, I said, Habakkuk said, in Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 1, the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw, every prophet has the oracle, or has seen the oracle. Malachi chapter 1 verse 1, the oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. Malachi also received the oracle of God. Isaiah chapter 17 verse 1 An oracle concerning Damascus To the people of Damascus Whenever we are talking about a prophet A prophet is he who has seen the oracle of God Or has encountered the oracle of God Or has received the oracle of God Now this is the oracle that I have for you Take me to Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 Therefore let us leave the teachings of the elementary teachings about Jesus Let us leave the teachings or the elementary teachings the basic teachings the first teachings about Jesus Let us leave them What are the elementary teachings about Jesus? 
the bible says let us graduate to a place of maturity let us graduate to a place of perfection let us upgrade to a place of growth these are the elementary teachings about jesus number one repentance from dead works these days we spend hours still teaching about dead works and faith without works is dead and faith without this is dead and faith for how long will we preach about faith the bible says these things are the basic teachings about jesus there are higher levels of teachings about jesus and we are still wasting time on the basic teachings why because the church is not growing the people of god are not growing the congregation are still babes we are not growing thank you for your blood we are still talking about dead works and faith without works is dead and this and that and for how long would we teach about dead works and faith faith toward God these days do you need me to come and tell you to have faith in God that is a basic teaching about Jesus do you think we live to teach about faith that is why i don't like it when people say this man of god is a faith preacher you're a faith preacher i don't understand the bible said these are the basic teachings about jesus there are higher levels of teachings about jesus why are we still talking about dead works why are we still talking about faith to god have faith have faith have faith you are a child and men of God are still teaching these things because the church is not growing. Have faith. Have faith. Have patience. Have faith. Have patience. Trust in God. These are basic things. Do you need your pastor to come and tell you when God has already blessed you with the living oracles? These things are written a number of times in the Bible. Basic teachings. You are a child. Verse 2, the doctrine of baptisms. These days we are still preaching about baptisms. Baptisms. Oh, baptism is this. The right way to baptize is, is, to, is to put the person in the water, not to sprinkle water on them. You are a child. These are not the things that matter. The Bible calls these things the basic teachings about Jesus. And so what? And so what? Whether you push the person in the water, whether you sprinkle water on them, that is not what matters. The doctrine of baptisms. These are not necessary. These things. These are basic teachings. This is the oracle that I have for you. Preaching about baptisms. People are wondering, how are we able to do online services? when we cannot baptize people online these days we do not need to baptize people with water the baptisms that we need is the baptism of the holy ghost you do not need to be pushed under water you do not need water to be sprinkled on you what matters is the preaching and the baptism of the holy ghost what about the guy who died with jesus on the cross the bible said the man said lord jesus have mercy on me i believe that you are the son of god and the bible said jesus responded and said today you shall be with me in paradise how was the man able to go to paradise without being baptized why are we spending time on baptism baptism is just a symbol baptism is not anything but a symbol basic teachings 
These days, pastors are churches are fighting ch- churches, and pastors are fighting pastors because of baptism. I don't like the way this church they baptize their people. I don't like th- this church they baptize people in swimming pool. And so what? That is not what matter. The Bible is saying it in Hebrews chapter six, verse one and two. Let us leave the basic teachings about Jesus. Baptism, baptism. Did you see Jesus baptizing anybody when he came? Did you see Jesus baptizing anybody? The thousands of people that follow Jesus, name the number of them that he baptized them. Ah. Come and listen to the message about Jesus, the message about the deep things of God. And stop baptisms and then trousers and men, women do not wear trousers and come on. And of laying on of hands. That is one thing I don't like doing. Laying on of hands. I don't like doing it. These days, if a man of God doesn't lay his hands on you, then you have not received anything. Do you receive by being, but by their hands being laid on you? You receive spiritual things. You do not need a man of God to lay his hands on you. You can receive from the man. How come I have been blessed by a lot of men of God that I have never seen before? And yet, they have blessed me in so many ways. When did Jesus himself lay his hands on you? Jesus has never laid his hands on me. How am I able to teach all of these things about him? When he has never laid his hands on me. What you need is not the laying on of hands. But the impartation of the spirit. The impartation of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And the Bible said, Jesus appeared to the disciples. Even when they had locked the door. The Bible said, Jesus walked through the door. Even though the door was locked. And the Bible said, he breathed upon them. And he said, receive the Holy Ghost. Did you see Jesus laying hands on them? And on the day of Pentecost, the Bible said, and the Holy Ghost descended and broke out amongst the 50 men that were that were praying in the upper room and they began to speak in other tongues. Did you see anybody laying hands on anybody? Laying hands on people, laying hands on people, laying hands on people. That is not what matters. The Bible said these are basic things. These are basic things. They laid hands on you, and so what? And you are complaining. My father has never laid hands on me. My father has never laid hands on me. I have been able to raise shepherds that I have never seen before. I have been able to raise spiritual men that I have never seen before. I have been able to impart people through the grace of God that I have never seen before. How am I able to do these things without laying hands on them? Stop fighting over the basic things of God. This prophet, he will never impart you with a, with a spirit. He will, he will never lay his hands on you. That is not what matters. You can receive from that prophet without him even knowing you are receiving from him. Because the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. If you can tap into the words, then you can receive them. You do not need the anointing oil. You do not need the laying on of hands. You do not need my mantle to fall on you. Grow up. You are still a child in the things of the spirit. Papa touched everybody, but he didn't touch me. And so what? Let us move away from the basic principles of Christ. Watch this. Thank you for 
and of the resurrection of the dead. How many people here have been able to raise the dead? The Bible is calling the resurrection of the dead as part of the basic things of God. Hey! And you are dead chasing after prophecy. When even those who are raising the dead, the Bible is saying it is basic. These days we are we are fighting over what what happens after you die. You see, I shared a message. What happens after you die? Many people are saying when you die, this is what will happen. When you die, that is not what matters. It is not important. Even though it is good to know, that is not what matters. Follow carefully. Sometimes, because when you read verse 3, the Bible says, This we will do. These things we will preach. These things we will talk about them. If God permits. It is not like we shouldn't talk about them anymore. No. But that is not what matters. Whether you think people go to heaven straight, whether you think this is what, that is not what matters. These are the basic things about Jesus. These days, my message, my messages are all about Jesus. I don't have time to talk about any, I don't have time to talk about any father. I don't have time to talk about any prophet. I don't have time to talk about my family. I don't have time to talk about my testimonies. My, my message is about Jesus because the days we have are few. The days we have are few. This is what I believe. The days we have are few. If we will not preach about Jesus, who else would we preach about? I will not preach about the things I have done. I will not preach about the impartations I have given people. I will not preach about anything else but Jesus. Even if I speak concerning angels, I will land on Jesus. If I speak on marital, spiritual marriages, I will end on Jesus. If I speak on demons, I will end on Jesus. If I speak on Satan, I will end on Jesus. There is no one greater than Jesus. If you are tired of my messages, I am sorry. I am not here to please you. I am not here to make you happy. I am not here to make you to, to exercise or, or to touch your ego. I am here to give you the divine utterances of God. And what else can I give you that is greater than Jesus? Testimonies. Testimonies fade away. Think about the last time you received that great testimony. How long did it last? After you shared that testimony, what happened? It is over. After you received that testimony, what happened? It's over. The only thing that will stand is Jesus, the Word of God. I have nothing greater and no one greater to give you. Do not look up to me. Look up to God. And of eternal judgment, I'm still speaking on the basic things about Jesus. Are you here? Oh my God. Rabaroshkebara, <laughs> 
Listen, the network was messing up, but the network cannot stop us. It is back now. The network will not hinder us from sharing the word of God. And the last thing is of eternal judgment. The basic principles about Jesus. The last thing, eternal judgment. On the final day, when you go to heaven, God will do this. On the final day, God will punish these people. And these people will die in the fire. And, and uh, listen, that is not what is important. Even though the Bible says, we will preach these things if God permits. But these are the basic principles. That is not our focus. That is not our focus. Let us go on to perfection. The place of righteousness. The place of holiness. That is what nobody wants to hear in the church. Righteousness, holiness. Misbehaving, fooling. You are in a relationship. You are messing around with other ladies. You are messing around with other men. Righteousness, holiness. Flirting with people. What is the point of these things? These are the things they don't want us to talk about. And yet, these are the places where we go to get closer to perfection. You don't want us to talk about holiness. You don't want us to talk about righteousness. No wonder you are not growing. No wonder nothing is working for you. No wonder nothing is working for you. For how long? For how long will you escape the deep things of God? Jesus, the Bible said, Jesus became higher than the angels and better than the angels. How? Through righteousness. When God asked, which one of you will go and die for me? Which one of you will go for me to send? Which one of you is willing for me to send? The Bible said, all the great angels, the living creatures, the orphanings, all the, all the terrors in heaven were quiet. None of them considered themselves righteous enough to take that responsibility. They were all quiet. They were all afraid. For the first time, there was no worship in heaven. For the first time, there were no praises in heaven. For the first time, every angel, even, even the seraphims with six great wings, they were quiet. They stopped worshiping God. Everywhere was quiet. A moment of silence. Ah, nobody, nobody is willing to go and die for humanity. Ah, and the Bible said, I saw in the hand of he that sat on the throne a scroll. 
that nobody was worthy enough to take it from his hand and read it. Even the four living creatures, even the wheels, the orphanims, even uh, the seraphims that covered it, even the cherubim that covered the throne, even the orphanim that hover, even the seraphim that hover over the throne, they did not dare take that scroll from the hand of the Lamb. They were quiet. He that sat on the throne. They were quiet. There was no worship. Nobody prayed. Nobody worshiped God. Nobody praised God. Everybody was quiet. Everywhere. Everybody. Everywhere. All the archangels were quiet. Even the great Gabriel. Even the great Uriel. Even the great Raphael. Even the great the great Michael was quiet. Everywhere. Everybody was quiet. Let Darada. Bashkudivrata. And the Bible said the Lamb got up from his throne and he said, Lord, send me. And he took from the hand of he that sat on the throne the scroll. And the Bible said, He said, Send me. And the Bible said, Oh, oh, surely there is none who is greater like you. There is none who is higher than you. There is none who is better than you. There is none who is higher than you. And so the Bible said, we overcame by the blood of the Lamb. We overcame, not by the blood of the living creatures, not by the blood of the cherubim, not by the blood of the seraphim, not by the blood of the orphanim, not, the, not by the blood of the archangels, not by the blood of the living creatures, but by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. He alone is holy. He is better than the angels. He is higher and greater than the angels. And the Bible said, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. The knees of the angels, the knees of the archangels, the knees of the cherubim, the knees of the seraphim, the knees of the living creatures shall bow because he alone is worthy to be worshipped. He alone is worthy to be worshipped. The higher things, the deep things of Jesus Christ, the deep things of the Spirit of God, the deep things about God. We are still fighting over faith. Fighting over faith, fighting over faith, fighting over baptisms, fighting over laying on of hands, aprons, handkerchiefs, mantles, fighting over the resurrection of the dead, fighting over eternal judgment. You are a babe in the tent of God. Listen to me. This is the living oracle that has been given unto me to give to you. If only you will listen to the word, the living oracles of God. If only you will listen. If only you will listen. You shall find no struggles on this earth. The things you are looking for, even the material things you are looking for, are all hidden in this living oracles. Trust in God. Trust in His oracles. Trust in his living oracles. Trust in his message. Trust in his messengers. Trust in the place of delivery. The Lord is on your side. The Lord shall deal with your struggles. The Lord shall break free every yoke of bondage. The Lord shall see you through. The Lord shall lift up his hands in your favor. The Lord shall cause his face to shine upon you. My God will bless you in all sort of understanding of knowledge 
I bless you with the blessings of the Lord. My name is Vincent Chamate. God bless you so much. See you on Wednesday, 12 a.m. for our midnight vigil. One hour of breakthrough prayers. God bless you so much. Bye-bye. Before I leave, let me pray for the first timers. Are there any first timers here? First timers. Quickly, quickly, quickly. In the next 30 seconds, I want to pray for you. First timers, I want to see you. God bless you so much, Gabriel. First timer, Jay. I pray for you, Jay. May the Lord shift you into a higher rank in the realms of the spirit. And may the Lord give you command over your territory. Anything that is going on in your environment that is affecting you negatively, the Lord is giving you a tongue and a voice and a mouth that is stronger than them. You are blessed with the blessings of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Jay, kindly drop your WhatsApp number. We want to be in touch with you. The, the team will check up on you. Kindly drop your WhatsApp number. We want to warmly welcome you to this ministry. This is prayer life. This is prayer life. First timers. If you're a first timer, I want to see you. Hey, Akushia, look for me. Why? Look for me. Mr. J, I'm waiting for your WhatsApp number. Alright, God bless you so much. Sir. The team will be in touch with you. God bless you so much. God bless you guys so much. Thank you for joining. I really appreciate you guys. I don't take this for granted at all. See you on Wednesday, 12 a.m. Bye-bye.